Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is episode 90 of the Arts Academy podcast with Victor Arnato and Roxy Hayes. How to write a book. Yes, we are back at the Arts Academy podcast, everybody. What is Arts Academy? Let's remind you. The Arts Academy is a place where we teach you all the mechanics of being in the entertainment industry. Just all the stuff that you need to know uh, to put on top of your talent to be successful, then that's what the Arts Academy is all about. Ooh. I'm Dean Victor Vernado. Welcome back, Deputy Headmistress Roxy Hayes. Yay, we're back. Yes. <laughs> We are back. And let's get right to it. Let's not uh, mess around. I want everybody to get all the information they need. If you're watching live, please feel free to ask whatever questions you want to ask. Um, Roxy will throw them up on screen and we'll try to answer them. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. So first of all, we're going to be talking about how to write a book. Okay. And now when I'm talking about how to write a book, obviously, there are many, many different styles of book. I'm going to talk about how to, the process that I used to write my book that was just released um, called The Anti-Racism Activity Book. If you're watching this in video, uh, there it is, The Anti-Racism Activity Book. Oh. Um, by the way, if you want to get to it, you can go to antiracism.online right now and uh, get it before Christmas. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, because it'll it'll arrive with, like within two, two days or something like that. It's All pretty right. good. All right. So let's talk about um, how to write a book. You're also writing a book too, aren't you? Roxy? Yes. I'm writing a, po- a book of poetry and I'm working on a memoir, but it's not done. Book of poetry and you're working on a memoir. What's the title of your book of poetry? Uh, the book of poetry is called Playing with Fire. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's called Playing <laughs> okay. with Fire. All right. <laughs> I bet my guess is that you'll change it before you publish it. That's my guess. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about uh, how to write a book. Now, for me, for me, one of the things that I was doing was I was trying to write a book that was a satire, okay? And one of the things I had to really take a look at is what works with satire. And I also kind of bit off more than I could chew, honestly, because when I came up with the idea of doing a book that is an activity book, parody uh, about anti-racism i was like this is a great idea and then when i actually started to do it i was like oh and i gotta make them into puzzles this is hard and it became very hard very very fast Uh, i wish i'd done more research about making puzzles before i started on the project i did not i should have what's what's really hard about puzzles like creating them well i mean it's not that hard to create a puzzle but here's here's the thing for instance the book is all like funny, funny jokes about racism. Okay. And so imagine that you're doing a crossword puzzle, which is actually in the book. There's a crossword puzzle about all the 
the crazy things that black people have ever been arrested for. Oh, dang. <laughs> yeah. And so, but then, so when you make that crossword puzzle, then you have to make clues for the crossword puzzle and then write funny clues for this crossword puzzle without crossing this line that you don't want to go over mm. when you're making jokes about racism. So like all of those things on top of each other, it was difficult sometimes. Mm -hmm. This sounds yeah. like a lot. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm, 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 it's done. So I'm happy. So I'm happy with the, <laughs> the results, but it was difficult uh, doing it anyway. So that's what, that's uh, what we're going into now. Uh, for me, the first thing that I did was I had to, uh, I had to understand who was going to be reading this book. I had to define my audience. All right. Now, uh, this also seems like a boring part <laughs> of writing, uh, defining your audience, but there is a difference between um, doing art just for the sake of doing art and just writing and, and letting, you know, your mind take you and doing whatever you want to do. And also doing something, when you're writing something that is a product as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm writing something like this is an artistic expression of mine, but also I'm like, I want it to be a cool thing that people can pick up and buy. And that'll make people like happy to have, you know? Uh, and uh, also, it also, it also fulfills my artistic want, which is I wanted to make something where people can talk about race and it was not going to be, um, I wanted I wanted something where people won't run from the conversation about racism. Like yeah. the, the book is colorful, it looks like it's fun, and it has a funny name, so it it, it will draw people to it. And rather than have people this book saying "This is why you're wrong, white man," like if that's the end of the book, <laughs> this is why you're wrong, white man. It's a layers title. Who would come to the book? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So I had to I had to determine who I wanted my audience to be, and it really helped me decipher like how uh what the tone was for the book i decided that the book was not about uh for children like that's mm -hmm. not the goal yes there are some kids who could benefit from this book but i'm mostly speaking to adults with this book gotcha all right and so uh then after i after i had defined the audience of my book i decided to identify like exactly what I was going to do, be addressing in the book and how I was going to address it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't. So one of the things about the book is I thought it would be interesting to kind of let um, not just be a book where it's like saying, Hey, these are things that are messed up in society in, in, in society for black people. I also wanted to say also you should know that we as black people sometimes have a few preconceived notions about other people as well. Uh, <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. It's a, it's really funny. Cause like I was, I was writing this note recently where I was just like talking about like, um, I was talking about like, yeah, let most people do have some thought in their head that is attached to people's races. Mm -hmm. most people have something like for instance i think that uh white people uh kiss dogs in the mouth way too much okay i really do i don't disagree with that and i've but, seen it <laughs> yeah, well i mean but it's it but but i've also seen black people do it yes where yes. you look, google it 
Google it. I don't find. even want to. I'm gonna I know, it. but it's but but it's still it's, <laughs> it's something that I think. Anyway, that that's not the point. The point is, I wanted okay. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted the book to give everyone the benefit of the doubt that's reading it. Okay, that's what I wanted the book to do. And so that's how I had that's, I how, that's what I wanted issue, to do right? when I identified the tone of the book. I don't want the book to just be like, you are awful. I wanted the book to be like, these are things that everybody can admit are true. Mm-hmm. And yes, Felicia, that's I saw the pictures. Me. He was correct. What did you say? <laughs> oh, you oh to respond to the comment. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> the pictures are right. out there. Was- yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so, uh, so I mean, and so I then I also looked at uh, old highlights magazines, and with acti- and other activity books, and I looked at the type of puzzles they had in them and what I thought that I could reproduce in the style that I wanted to do. Um, the easiest things to make were word finds and crossword word finds were the easiest okay because mm-hmm. then you could just get a list of anything and then it turned it into a word find there's like programs online that do it mm-hmm. uh then uh next to that next to easiest is the uh, secret secret code thing where like like there's different symbols or codes for words oh, yeah, so that cool. you can make that secret code thing was pretty easy to make too then the next easiest thing were mazes <laughs> and what's then, an anti-racist maze i want to see that <laughs> um, here, here's I'll, i can show you one here's one this is a this is anti-racism maze right in the book it's actually one of my favorite pages there's two mazes in the anti-racism activity book but the one that is my favorite i am about to show you as soon and here it is here it is um he goes, help Geneva escape the conversation before Stacy tries to touch her hair. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the, So there's the, you know, there's one of the mazes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and imagine and imagine you're trying to do that like, you know, over 60 times, like come up with a come up with satire that is about anti-racism and also make puzzles. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. what was so hard about making the book. <laughs> it's out there right now. Uh, and anyway, okay, so so at this point, I had I had uh, an idea about what kind of activities I wanted to do, and then I really just started digging in and doing it, and it took a long time. I planned out the book uh, pretty precisely beforehand. I had a, for this particular book, I had like a spreadsheet and I said, what goes on what page, what the joke is, what the visuals are. And I wrote it all down because then after that, I had to move on from the writing phase to the art phase. And when I wanted to go to the art phase, I didn't want to have to have anything in my head at all. I just wanted Mm -hmm. to be able to just keep drawing and keep drawing and keep drawing, you know? So, so I just, I, I wrote it out pretty meticulously on a spreadsheet ahead of time and and that is the worst way to write comedy on a spreadsheet it sucks it's no fun i would write in many different ways and copy and paste things to the spreadsheet but but that's how i just got the whole book together and then it became a thing where i was just making the art now unfortunately i i had to do this all alone i was actually supposed to be working with a publisher 
while doing this book initially, but then the uh, publisher did not end up making it through the entire life of the book. Let's just say that. <laughs> That's very a PC way to say it. Good job. Yeah, you know it really happened. Yeah. <laughs> Roxy knows the behind the scenes. I'll be knowing. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, so then at this point, once the art is all done, and that took forever as well, once the art is all done, then you have to make a book. Now, what I found is that there's so much information out there about how to make a book. Uh, I think that you can just look and then maybe refine it a little bit. And I think that for absolutely free, you can go from zero to like making a full book. But, but for me, the last part of writing this book is going to kind of cross over into uh, the uh, self-publishing the book on Amazon world. But, and that is, I had to lay out the book and because this book is a visual book, that was a big part of the writing process too, because it, the pages had to work one leading to another. And uh, so I laid out the book. I had to learn Adobe InDesign uh, because I wasn't working with a publisher. So I had to just like roll on my sleeves and figure, <laughs> figure out InDesign. I did it in InDesign. I laid out the book. I would go to the Amazon site or Lulu, which is another book uh, publisher that I've been looking at. I would go to their sites and I would download their templates. I would look at books that currently exist and decide, oh, where does the copyright page go? What has to go on the copyright page? And then I would Google what goes on the copyright page of a book and compare the two and then decide, okay, that's what I should put in the book. And uh, I basically just... I used as much as I could of what I could see other people had done to make my journey easier. I think everybody should do that. Like whenever yeah. you're trying to make something, yes, there are areas in which you're going to innovate, but then the, but, but everything that you don't have to innovate, then just use exactly what other people have already done and been successful with. <laughs> just use Agreed. that. Uh, we have a question really quick in design. What's in design? I'm assuming that's what that is. So it's just a it's a program. <laughs> like you could explain it better, but yeah, I it's yeah. A Adobe InDesign is a is a, a a layout program that's specifically made to make books and magazines. So like the whole idea, I'm sure there there are probably a lot of high end magazines that are made within that program, mm -hmm. and it's uh it it has like features, for instance, like. Uh, you can have a giant block of text that flows on more than one page within mm -hmm. columns. So like if you just had 3000 words, it would paste, it could, it could paginate them all to be in the book uh, with one click. And then you can also like drop down pictures and it'll make, it'll make the words go around the pictures if you want. Like it, it's just made specifically for doing that thing. Curate. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. That's right, Adobe InDesign, everybody. Go ahead and get Adobe InDesign for yourself and make it to a cake sit on it. <laughs> what? And it definitely is the like the industry uh, standard. You're new All to right. this? Thanks for, so thanks gonna, for joining us. And yeah, thank you very much for joining questions. Uh, if we have any more questions right now, uh, then I would love for you guys to ask them. But because this is going to be the end of one episode, we're going to roll into the next episode. But basically... Uh, let's just say uh, that 
in order to write this book, what I really did was I kind of came up with the overall idea for the book. Idea for the book. I should have researched puzzle making more ahead of time mm-hmm. uh, because that was a step uh, that was a big part of making the book that I really did not research. So I misjudged how much time it was going to take to make the book. Um, then I, after deciding what the book was going to be about, I decided who the book was for. And that helped me then write everything out in a spreadsheet, having everything laid out completely uh, before I went on to the art portion. This is because I was making a book that was half writing and half art. I understand that if you are going to be writing prose, you might have a totally different process. I, yeah, and and as a matter of fact, I have a very different process for writing prose, but but I guess we're gonna save more of that uh, for a different show. But the basic idea is just that is just that uh, plan, structure, then execute for writing. Mm-hmm. Can I tell them my quick sloppy man's way to do it? Absolutely. All right, y'all want to know the lazy sloppy way to do it? All right, so this is what I did for this poetry book. Um, I actually got the idea from Victor. He was like, you know, whatever you want to do, you should do it like every day. Like make a, what what was the words you said? Your words were better, but pretty much whatever you're doing, try to find a way to do it every day. So I started writing poetry on Medium. Um, and then one day I was just like, I'm gonna make this a book. So I copied and pasted all the stuff that I had already been making in Medium and like went through my notebooks. And this was a stupid way to do it. Um, I should have put it in a document, um, but I just automatically started copying and pasting it in Canva. I was like, I'm just gonna lay it out in Canva. This is way easier. Um, and then it made it way harder for me, uh, because I needed to move some pages. Like I decided, I didn't know what chapters I wanted to do. I didn't know anything. I just started putting it in Canva and I did all of it in a day. Um, and I've been working on it now for like a couple weeks. Cause like there's some typos in there. It's, some. Um, uh, yeah, I need to relay it out. I didn't use InDesign or anything, which I should have because that's smarter and how it's laid out. Uh, it's, it's just easier and better to do. So I'll say all that to say, uh do what victor said plan it out and execute it or else you'll be having to go back um and fix stuff but i will say the best part of what i did was compiling stuff instead of just like writing a whole new book like i had all this stuff and i didn't i wasn't using it for anything so put it together and make a book so if you already just like write short stories for fun or maybe you have art you can compile that together and that's a book um yeah i mean people some people have instagrams that could be a book yeah, like coffee table books. I've seen people do that. So Canva. Canva is great. It's pretty much like a free design website. So like they have all of these templates. You can make flyers. You can make different stuff. So they have um, they have like a book cover thing. And it's a lot of it's already sized properly. Uh, and most of the stuff is free. I should say it's free to sign up. But if you want like extra features, you have to pay for it. It's like $12.99. But Canva is really, really good. That is something you should look into if you're trying to design or make stuff. Uh, it's cool. Check it out. Canva.com. My, my wife did one of her recent books in Canva, self-published work. She did uh, She did it all in Canva. Oh, she did the whole thing? The yep. cover? And, yeah. If you Did she lay it out first? Yeah, because she's um, She worked <laughs> with uh, somebody. I don't know exactly <laughs> how they laid everything out. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Sorry. Okay. I was to say, just don't do what I did. I was I was too loose. I was too loose with it. I think it's easier if you know what you're doing and not just like, oh, I'm gonna just put this stupid. So yeah, look at look at Canva and plan it first. Yeah, but I'm over I'm overly meticulous about a lot of stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't Me, I'm not necessarily what I do is good for everybody. 
it's meet the middle. I feel like that's what it is. Like, you know, still play with it, but that was that I made it so much harder for myself. All right. So everybody, what we want you to do is check us out uh, on all social media at Alt Arts Academy and artsacademypodcast.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.